This is an exciting day. This is an exciting day. Gotta go back, back to school again. Whoa, no, I gotta go back to school. You want to do a recap? Yes, I do. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Uh, yeah, let me get a uh, Carl hamburger with the uh, side of a creep that raped a 14-year-old girl. Anything else? Does the uh, pizza pie Lino still come with that uh, international pedophilic uh, uh, subscription box? Yes, it does. Awesome. Let me get one of those. And uh, please let that creep uh, Paul Ryan know that I don't want pickles on my Carl hamburger. That politician always fucks it up. Is that all for you today? Oh, yeah. Just one more thing. This is Tucker saying Tucker dicks up, Tucker dicks in, Tucker dicks out. What you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, boy. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I'm your host. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And joining me in studio, he's the, the main event, the reason why most of you are here, I assume. It's Carl Hamburger. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Great to see you, my friend. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. It's uh, another creepy Monday here in Rochester, New York, and I am super excited to tackle today's topic, before we get to that, though, I think we should do a quick recap of the rules and what's going on. This show is a contest, and it's participated in by you, the listener. Each week, Vinny and I present who we think is the creepiest person in a specific category, and then you go on our subreddit and vote for who you think brought the most compelling argument. We battle to a score of five, and the loser has to spin a wheel of consequences, and I bring all of this up. Because last week the score was four to three with Vinny in the lead, which means if he had won, I'd be spinning a wheel of consequences this week. I do not see the wheel behind me, which is very exciting. And so I'm wondering if we can look at the voting from uh, last week's creepiest McDonald's employee. Fine. And Carl wins with 84 to 57. Thank you to the Cuzaroos out there for voting for the appropriate winner last week because my my McDonald's employee was creepy at McDonald's, which is, I think, what uh, tipped the scale for me. I think that's what tipped the scale for me. My my creep was a McDonald's employee and an international criminal. Yep. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. I know what this is about. It wasn't that my creep wasn't as bad. It was that people wanted to see... The four to four. This is it, baby. This is it. Four to four. We haven't gotten to this point very often in this show. But here we are. Game point. Winner takes all. 
for this week. And do you want to introduce the category since it is back to school no, time? No, I really don't. I didn't even put it in the description of the episode. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, I, I'm not getting to throw it off of YouTube. You picked it. You get to tell the people what it is. Well, Vinny suggested we do Creepiest School Bus Driver. And I said, eh, what about Creepiest School Shooter? And so that's what we're doing this week. Who has the creepiest school shooter? Dude, this is pretty up right here. Yeah, no one's condoning this. I don't. I hope that people aren't thinking that we're, we we don't like these creeps that we present to you. That's why and we that, present that's them. That's the thing, folks. I want you all to realize that we know these are already creeps. Yeah. But we're just trying to figure out who is the shittiest of these creeps. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do today. And that was actually pretty close. That was the closest I've ever heard you to getting that word correct. Good job, Carl. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. There was a T in there that time. You well, said exactly. I, I appreciate that. The uh, speech therapy is really paying off, mm -hmm. I have to say. God, I wish, I hope there's a taser involved, whatever speech therapy you're getting. <laughs> <Kale> creepiest, <laughs> creepiest school shooter is the category today. That's right. You won last week. I guess take it away. All right, Vinny. I want to present to you a man named... Andrew Kehoe. Are you familiar with Mr. Kehoe? Is he related to Riley Kehoe? He is not. Oh, then I don't give a shit. All right. Let's get the background, shall we? This is a report from ABC News Australia. On May 18th. And I apologize for the music in the background. I don't know why they, they insist on doing shit like this. It's yeah, so Yeah, the annoying. reporter is actually a kangaroo. <laughs> This is a really terrible news outlet. You know, we have a lot of fans in uh, down, the Down Under area of the globe, and we appreciate them, Vinny. They're not all kangaroos. You know. I love them. Some of them are koalas. Yeah, there's some koalas or some kangaroos, and I assume there's some, I don't know, bush people or something. I don't fucking know. On May 18th, 1927, in the rural township of Bath near Lansing, Michigan, it's the last day of the school year. Around 300 students are in class at the Consolidated Primary and High School on Main Street. At 8.43am, a massive explosion rips through the three-storey north wing of the school, bringing down the roof. A massive explosion, May 18th, 1927, the last day of school. And people think it's a gas leak or something. They don't School's know. Out <laughs> yeah. for summer. They don't know what's going on, but it was a horrific scene, Vinny. There was a pile of children, about five or six under the roof, and some of them had arms sticking out, and some had legs, and some just their heads sticking out. Who the they fuck wrote that? Recognizable because they were covered with dust. Plaster and blood. Holy shit. You know, I have to say. Australia like, knows how to report the news, don't they? I appreciate how graphic he's trying to be, but yeah. some had legs. <laughs> some some had, arms. had arms. Some were just a head. Others had heads. <laughs> we're going to go down to the abattoir with but, all the meat. But all of them were unrecognizable because they were in a school building that blew up. Which is not good for you when you're a developing young child. So what happened next? When did the school shooting happen? All right, let's get into this. So this guy, uh, Andrew Kehoe, right after the school blows up, drives up to the school in his truck. This is about uh, 30 minutes after. We have a lot of emergency personnel showing up on the scene. People are don't know what just happened. They're all running out of the building. The survivors are running out of the building. 1927, folks. It's like the old school fire trucks that are on carts. 
Exactly. Like, yeah, got a rickshaw. The guys are running with it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, fellas, we got to get to the school. The school's caretaker, Andrew Kehoe, a former school board treasurer, electrician and struggling farmer, drives up outside the school in his Ford truck, steps out of the vehicle. Witnesses later say Kehoe, holding a rifle, beckoned the school superintendent, Emery Huke. Then they're shouting moments later, a gunshot and another huge explosion. Both men are killed instantly. So is eight-year-old Cleo Clayton, who'd survived the first blast. Two of the rescuers, retired farmer Nelson McFarren and Bath postmaster Glenn Smith, also suffer fatal injuries. Yeah, so this guy put dynamite and shrapnel on his truck, called out the superintendent, hey, come here, buddy, I got, I got some things to talk to you about, shows him his gun, turns around, shoots his truck, the truck explodes, kills everyone. That uh, postman they were talking about had his leg ripped off by the shrapnel. Later, blood to death and died. So this guy used explosives. Yes, an eight. So an eight-year-old, he survives the first explosion. Okay. Comes walking out of the building. Hey, look at me! I survived. I'm one of the kids. Boom! Done. Couldn't couldn't survive both explosions. <laughs> it's horrific, Minnie. It's horrific. No one thinks this is fun. I don't know why you're laughing so much. I just think it's so fucking there. wild. This guy literally blew up the school. Yes. All right. So a fantasy that every child has had. Correct. Every, every child has had. Of course. And now this guy in his fifties finally gets to act it out, or just have a great time with it. Dozens are saved, but thirty-six children and two teachers are dead. America was stunned. All right. So what's interesting is I, I mentioned this guy pulled up in his truck. Uh, this is according to Wikipedia. Kehoe drove up to the school about a half an hour after the first explosion. He saw the superintendent, Huck, and summoned him over to his truck. Charles Hawson testified at the inquest that he saw the two men grapple over some type of long gun before Kehoe detonated the dynamite stored in his truck, immediately killing himself, Huck, a retired farmer, Cleo Clayton, the eight-year-old second grader. Clayton had survived the first blast, as I mentioned. Um, where's, where's the thing I wanted to get to here? Oh, here we go. The point? Oh, yeah. Uh, so... One of the guys who was there, as I mentioned, like this explosion happened. The guy volunteers to go back to his farm and get a heavy rope so they can pull the roof off of children's bodies. And so as he's driving back to his farm, he drives by Kehoe, who's driving in the opposite direction towards the school. He grinned and waved his hand, the man said. And when he grinned, I could see both rows of teeth. So Kehoe's driving up to this explosion, just happy as a pig in shit, just like, oh boy. Look what I did. Got him. Look what I just did. Andrew Kehoe had blown up his truck, which he'd packed with dynamite and shrapnel to cause maximum carnage. Rescuers found more than 200 kilograms of dynamite and other explosives which had failed to detonate in the south wing of the school. It was rigged to a barrel of petrol and an alarm clock set to go off at 8.45 a.m. If it wasn't for a short circuit, the massacre would have been even worse. Oof. So this guy planned this for months. He set up, and this is pretty ingenious. Think about 1927. He had alarm clock set up to go off at 8:45. In which case, he would ignite all of his dynamite that he had planted. He was spending months just buying dynamite. He was stealing dynamite from like bridge sites and things where they were they were uh, working on. What stuff. the fuck was dynamite at the bridge site for? Well, because they they were blowing. Did he steal it from Snidely Whiplash. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Yeah, pretty much, exactly. And they were saying that I guess. Farming back then, they used dynamite quite a bit in farming. Yeah. And his neighbors were like, this guy, we called him the dynamite farmer. He's just shooting off dynamite all the fucking time. So this guy had rigged it in the school. So at 845 on the last day of school, 
both sides of the building would blow up. Now, because the first one blew up first, it actually malfunctioned the second one. And everybody's like, go to the other side of the school. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, fortunately, the other side never did blow up yeah. or else it would have caused a lot more carnage. But before he did all that, Vinny... He had some things to take care of at home, too. Okay. Before heading to the school, Kehoe had also blown up his farmhouse and killed his wife, Nellie, who he'd brought home from hospital while she was suffering tuberculosis the day before. Old TB Nellie? <laughs> yeah, TB Nellie was the first one to get it as he blew up his farmhouse and his farm and then uh, drove to the school that had just blown up because he had it all rigged to do that. All right, this is a fun little quote from uh, the Wikipedia page. First grade teacher Bernice Sterling told an Associated Press reporter that the explosion was like an earthquake. The air seemed to be full of children and flying desks and books. Children were tossed in the air. Some were catapulted out of the building. Kids love that shit. <laughs> That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah. Whee! Throw me again. You ever been by a pool with a kid? Like, Throw again! Me again. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is fine. This is all Let's fine. Let's find out why he did this, because this is pretty horrific, Vinny. As investigations got underway, it soon became clear Andrew Kehoe had been planning the attack for over a year, angered after he lost an election for the position of town clerk. He bitterly resented an increase in taxes to pay for the school on top of Nellie's medical bills. They increase his property taxes, Vinny. This is the problem with taxation. There's never been a better reason to blow up a school Correct. than property taxes. Correct. So this obviously, is... number one, your guy's not a school shooter. And number two, your guy's not a creep. He's justified. He's totally justified. Totally they justified. increased his property tax to pay for the school. He's like, oh, yeah? What school, motherfucker? You're going to increase my taxes? This is the problem with taxation. You know, these people just think, oh, we'll just tax people more and more money. Well, it pisses them off, and then they murder children. Well, you know, the real problem here is th there's a fatal flaw in this plan. What's that? They, they tax him to build the school. Then you'll blow up the school. They're going to raise your taxes mm. again to build another fucking school. You think so? Or do you think they learned their lesson from that? Well, I mean, his only hope is that all the children are dead, so they don't need one. That, there you go. That's smart. Now you're, now you're coming to the same conclusion that he did. Oh, I'm thinking like a psychopath. Let's Great. talk about the body count, shall we? Right. I, I think this is what's going to put it over the top for me this week. Okay. In the months ahead, two more children would die from their injuries, taking the total death toll to 47. 47 yeah. dead. You know what that means, Vinny? When it comes to dead children, it's just a number. To this day, the bombing in Bath, Michigan, is the deadliest school attack in America's history and one of the worst ever acts of domestic terror. That's right. My creep performed the worst attack on school children in the history of America still to this day. Back in 1927 in Bath, Michigan, vote for Carl. You know, Carl, you picked the category, which was school shooter, yep. not school bomber. Yep. So therefore, he did shoot. I'm calling you disqualified because he shot his car. He shot his he car. He shot his car that was full of dynamite. That's yeah. way more effective than shooting at one person at a time, don't you think? It dynamite and shrapnel in it. Eh, That's Carl, pretty good. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Pretty good plan, if you ask guy's me. guy's a patriot. So Mike Creep made headlines lately. He got into a tiff with his grandmother and decided to take a ride over to the local elementary school. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Creep today, his name is uh, Salvador Ramos. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. We've heard a lot about the incompetent cops at the Uvalde, Texas massacre this past spring, but we never really would have known how shitty they actually were if it wasn't for Salvador. And that's the only redeeming thing about this kid, as we learned how shitty a local police office is. It's true. It got a lot of people in a lot of trouble, and it gave Alex Stein a reason to drive out to Uvalde and yell at the uh, superintendent. It wasn't for scenery? It wasn't for the scenery. Okay, okay. From what I've heard. 
<sighs> so, Carl, where do we start? We know every. This is like you went with the oldest school attack. I'm going with one of the newest. No, I went with the largest school attack okay. of all time. Fine. Well, not of all time. It's funny when you look this shit up in other countries. And I, and I realize that these lone shooter things is what the problem is, but just the acts of terrorism where they just go in and blow up schools, it's happened quite a bit, unfortunately. It's not good. So this guy was a trendsetter worldwide. Apparently. Not good. My creep, though, Salvador Ramos. Yeah. I'm not going to so much talk about all of the shit that went on the day that he attacked the school. Okay. Because we know 19 children are dead. Yep. Two teachers are dead. 17 adults and children were wounded. And not That's to mention, fascinating. Please go on. Not to mention he shot his grandma in the face. But So, I mean, what's the interesting part? This type of tragedy, Carl, puts a cunt like this life under a microscope. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah. So my case today about why this kid is a creep is all of the things that led up to this school shooting. Okay? Is it, this kid was is a creep. Is it the internet? Is that what the problem is? I'm sorry. I don't mean to get ahead of you. Go ahead. The internet might be part of the problem. Yeah, I think But so it too. is a little bit of it. Okay? Yep. So let's talk about that. It turns out, in spite of this kid's mother's claims that he was a nonviolent, he was a complete fucking psycho. In fact, Carl, his mom is the worst mother I've ever seen in any of these. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen anything from her? No. I'm going to show you her response to this shooting. Oh, and boy. tell me if this doesn't piss you off. Oh, boy. Here we go, Carl. We did just get some new information into CNN. The mother... Oh, no, I played CNN. I'm going to lose. <laughs> I have no words. I have no words to say. I don't know what he was thinking. He had his reasons for doing what he did. What? Please don't judge him. I only what? want the innocent children who died to forgive me. What do you tell their families? Forgive me. Forgive my son. I know he had his reasons. What reasons could he have had? To get closer to those children, instead of paying attention to the other bad things, I have no words. Okay. Wait, hold on a second. She just said she wants the innocent children who were killed to forgive him? Well, that's retarded. Dead people can't forgive people. Carl, she also said he had his reasons. That doesn't make any sense, Rick! Well, I just want everybody to know that my shitty 18-year-old son had his reasons. That's, uh... And that's the way the news goes. That's fucked. That's fucked. I want to point what that out. What an asshole. Before I start talking about this kid, because this mother says he was a nonviolent kid. He didn't have a lot of friends. This kid was a fucking creep. Yeah. And the internet played a lot of part in it, Carl. But yep. there's other shit outside of the internet that's pretty scary, too. Okay. Let's start with the internet stuff. He had a hero, Carl. You know how you know when someone's a creep? When their hero in life is Luca Magnata from Don't Fuck With Cats. Jesus Christ. He loved that guy. That's he not was good. going on this app called Yubo. Are you familiar with Yubo? No. Okay. I had to do a little research. It's an app that lets you do live streaming to up to 10 people at a time. Woo. Nothing is being recorded. <laughs> okay. They say that they have AI bots monitoring all of this all the time, but basically it's just a problem. Yeah. They have 60 million people on it. And the average age users are like 16 to 20. Okay. So this is all younger people that are on this shit. Is it just like one of these things where all these 16-year-old kids are jerking off to each other? They're doing shit like that. Yeah. But here's the thing. He was going on there. What was that there. thing called where, where you'd go in and just like to random videos? Uh, tubing. <laughs> yes, I think that is what, I think that is what it I'm is. I'm going yes. tubing. <laughs> 
he would brag on this thing about how he in May, this was towards the end of last year, is going to be bigger than Luca Magnata. Okay. So he started bragging about this. Now, in spite of them having this no AI monitoring, going to be boasting. Multiple users had reported Ramos saying that he would make personal and graphic threats at them. During one live stream, a girl named Amanda Robbins, who's 19, said Ramos verbally threatened to break down her door and rape and murder her after she rebuffed his sexual advances. She also said she witnessed Ramos threaten other girls with similar acts of violence. He would say things like, That's fucked up. "Uh, You're going to regret not doing what I say. He even said things like, and I love how this is in the article from The Sun, Go jump off a bridge. Oh, I say that to people, too. That's Ah! Go jump off a bridge. That's a fun one. Yubo told the son that they're investigating it, and some of the stuff that they found, he would tell people to lock their doors, don't show up at school tomorrow. Classic shit creeps say on the internet, Carl. Sure. Now, those threats were mostly towards women in response to them rejecting him. Okay. He would go into these live streams, and like, say uh, it was your live stream, he would come into it and he would go, Carla, 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 until they would acknowledge him. Yeah. And then they would be like, what? And he'd be like, I'm going to kick down your door and rape you and fucking kill your mom. Okay. So he was charming in a way. Yeah. I've actually had uh, worse pasts in my live streams, but yeah, I get you. Now, Carl, if your hero is Luca Magnata, at this point, all you're doing is threatening teenage girls on the internet. You got (laughs) to step up your game, right? I would imagine. Yeah, Yeah. anyone could do that. Yeah, you'd have to step up your game. So I'm going to show you a video, guys, of something that he posted on Ubo. Here you go, Carl. Enjoy this. You couldn't record it. This is somebody recording a live stream on another phone. Got it. That's Ramos with a bag of dead cats. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to see that. That's it, baby. All right. Yeah, he he was rolling with his buddies with a bag of dead cats. Okay. Before turning 18, he Hey, Vinny, can I point something out? Yeah. Cats are cute. Yeah. Why do you want to kill cats? They're you don't. Cute. Nobody should. I they're mean, they, great. They, they can be assholes. Don't get me wrong. But they're cute. Yeah. So they can get away with it. Carl, I think my guy wins just because he killed cats. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I think mean, that's children, true. Children are cute, too. Nobody cares about kids on this show, stupid. <laughs> you might be right about that. He killed cats. <laughs> <clears throat> so before turning 18, he asked at least two different people, including his sister, to buy guns for him. Both people refused in November of 2021 and February smart. of 2022. Very smart. Smart, 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 smart. Yep. The shooter also bought several gun-related accessories online, including rifle slings, military carrier vests, a snap-on trigger system. He also bought 60 rounds of ammunition. And then on May 16th, his 18th birthday, he buys a Daniel Defense AR-15-style rifle with 1,740 rounds of ammunition. The next day, he purchases a Smith & Wesson AR-15-style rifle, returns the following day to purchase an additional 375 rounds of ammo. In total, he spent at least $4,896 on weapons, ammunition, and accessories. So this is the thing I don't understand. Did we ever figure out how he had that money? Nope. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out either. That's it's bizarre. very bizarre. Yeah. But maybe you know he charged you never it all? Fucking know. You never know if he got mom's credit card or yeah. shit like that. But you would think if you're buying guns, it is Texas. It doesn't sound like mom has that type of spending limit, but I could be wrong. So they say that this kid's like, you know, this loose cannon, but he did have a friend online named Cece who was in Germany that was like his texting buddy. Okay. And did he uh, play guitar for Poison by any chance? Is he Cece DeVille? No? Okay. No, it was not Cece DeVille. Just asking. So uh, he told Just her two weeks before the incident that he had bought rounds and rifle and ammunition, and he was doing video calls to her and showing her like cartridges. And his clothes that he's got picked out always say that he's going to do something really, really big. 
What a so, dork. An hour before the attack, he started texting the CC person, telling her that uh, showing off his black outfit. In one text, he said, I'm going to do something because apparently he was getting into a fight with his grandmother over the fact that he wasn't going to graduate. Okay. So what he did was um, he walked over to the grandmother, Cecilia Martinez, shot her in the face, Mm -hmm. took her car keys, Mm -hmm. drove to Rob Elementary School, and ladies and gentlemen... Here is what happened. 11.33 a.m. An 18-year-old with an AR-15 is in the school. He turns a corner, walks toward a classroom. A little boy peers down the hallway. And moments later, the rapid fire of bullets. By 11.36, police are there. Guns drawn, bulletproof vests on. They run toward the shots. And then they stop. Raised by bullets, they retreat. Here's a sped up time lapse of what's next. For 44 minutes, more officers, more equipment. At 1221, more than 10 of those officers, some with rifles and shields visible, fall into line. They approach the classroom, but still don't go in for 28 more minutes. Another sped up time lapse until 12.50 p.m. Seventy-seven minutes after that shooter first walked into this hallway, police took him out. No, no. Oh, sorry, folks. Can you pause it real quick? I certainly can. I'm done with the video, in fact. Um, you're making the show really fun today, Vinny. Good job. You picked the category, Congratulations. Asshole. Good job. Way to, pick the, way to pick the most recent school shooting and uh, make this... the. Dude. The opposite of fun for everybody. Dude. Vote for Carl. <laughs> Dude, he wasn't some fucking weird loner kid. He had friends. He's hanging out murdering cats. So fucking the threatening creep, to rape The creep is the Uvalde Police world. Department is the creep. No, it's the creepiest school shooter, and you didn't even bring a school shooter. So therefore, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you have no goddamn choice. No choice but to make Carl spin that fucking wheel next week. I rest my case. Is that, is that all you had, or did you want to depress us a little bit more? I want to win, baby. <laughs> okay. Great. In the words of Al Davis, win, baby, win. That's right, baby. All right. So, Carl, that is the creeps. Where can people vote? If you go to uh, reddit.com slash r slash, I don't know, Here's whatever. Another, why don't you go to thecreepoff.com for all of your links? <laughs> yes. You could find the number to call and leave us a voicemail, which is 585-371-8108. You could also get links to our Instagram and our Twitter, our YouTube. Our, all the other shit you need, and the links to vote is on there as well. Yeah, it's on our subreddit, which is you can find if you go to Reddit and type in the creep off, you'll find us. <sighs> Glad I beat you there. So, Carl, are you ready for some voicemails? Yeah, what's going on in the voicemail land? Before we get to voicemail land, I think we should remember that the creep off voicemail is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Thank you so much to that football donor who donated six figures team for recruiting what can that get you in syracuse pretty much anything we have (laughs) see you in syracuse sounds all right carl a suggestion came in that is quite brilliant and revolutionary oh and i want to throw this at you you tell me what you think of this i have the perfect way to not rig the fucking voting why don't you stupid fuck stop putting uh carl and -and so-and-so creep then Vinny, just put the fucking creep up there so people have to fucking listen, and uh, that way they can vote. And that's nice fucking uh, 
song of the way that I go get drunk with uh, Cocaine Jesus. And I'll, so, I'll see you two dildos in, uh, in Detroit. Bye. Later, dickhead. Thank you! Uh, it's not a bad idea, although it doesn't mean that people couldn't still rig the vote. They could listen to the show and figure it out, but... All right, so uh, Creep Report. Creep Report. Oh, great. So in my hometown, they are releasing Justin Dean Jones, who was incarcerated on July 12th of 2004 for the torture and murder of a 15-month-old child, and he does not have to register as a sex offender, although the fucking evidence in the case suggested otherwise. Fuck me. Pray for me, guys. I'm not going to pray Love for you. Guys. Bye. But, uh, what? 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 That's fucking insane. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Huh. That, so- that, is, a, uh, that is a creep, all right. So we've been asking people to call in with their uh, creeps and creep reports. Because we know there's more creeps than the ones that we're able to get to on a weekly basis. Here's a message from someone who listened to our bonus episode we just did the other day, which right. was a lot of fun, by the way. It was, yeah. Hey, I just listened to the bonus episode, and it's fucking fantastic. But it made me realize, every time somebody does something to an animal, the, the police were always like, this is the most disgusting and foul thing we've ever seen. Like, this guy's a problem. Yep. Yep. Um, somebody could go, like, rape somebody in half. And eat the cum out of their body. And the police like, oh, we've got to arrest this guy, make sure they don't do it again. Yeah. But somebody so much as forgets to feed a puppy, and they're like, this despicable motherfucker needs to be brought down. This is the greatest crime against humanity we've ever seen. I've seen a lot of um, toddler fuckers. I've seen a lot of cannibals. But this person uh, didn't crack the window with their dog in the vehicle. Um, so we, we gotta fucking take them down. They're 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 the lowest of low. So I'm starting to think that uh, police are the fucking worst. Uh, anyhow, see you next Tuesday. Love you, bear. Love you, bye. What, what what's the tagline you're supposed to call with this? Thank you, you know, fuck bye. you, bye. Good job. Uh, good point. Yeah, it, it is funny too. It's almost like cops like to grandstand. Huh? Yes, right. And it's funny because I think that all of us agree that torturing and killing animals. It, for some reason, seems worse to us than when people do it to other people. Yeah, like my creep. You could blow up a school, but don't kill little kitties. Yeah. Don't kill kitties. That is awful. Salvador Ramos. Okay. Uh, our new friend, Dr. Harley Quinn, called in. Hi, it's Dr. Harley Quinn. Hi, hi. Hi, biggin. Hi, smile. I went to... I went to... I went to school with somebody named Carl, and you know what they did? They they spent the night at their friend's house, and then they got on the floor while their friend was taking a bubble bath, and they got on the floor, and they walked up to the door, and they peeked through the keyhole, and they watched their friend take a bubble bath with a teddy bear, and they were rubbing their feeder all over the teddy bear, and they told me about it. I think for the will of consequences, one of you all should have to be in the bathtub while the other one watches with a disappointed face. Have a nice day. Uh, ah. Thanks for calling, Dr. Harley Quinn. We really appreciate that call. 
I have a voicemail here, uh, Vinny, I'd like to play for us. This is referring back to last week's Creepiest McDonald's employee. Hey, this is for the Creep Pops, Terrell Pal DP. Let me tell you why I'm voting for you this week. Uh, if it was Funniest Creep, for sure, I would have voted for Vinny, because what he did was fucking amazing. Creep with no um, sense of humor. He took a bunch of spoiled, underage brats who we know we're going to be... If you're willing to take pictures of your butthole... Um, and sell them as a 16-year-old, you're going to be a fucking insufferable cunt as a 25-year-old. Yep. And your guy was an absolute creep because he raped somebody in the, in the actual McDonald's, and we all know she was probably too fucking mopey afterwards to check the fry temperature and probably served a bunch of cold fries afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that, that fucker's got to go at that point. Anyhow, love you, bye. Thank you. I missed okay. that detail. You're so right. write her up. You're right. Good right, point. Write cold, her up. Oh, you want cold fire french fries? Her. Fire her. Don't oh, rape now her. Now you're okay with Don't cold french fries. Don't rape her, Carl. Don't rape okay. her with cold french fries. Okay, yep. No, cold french fries. There's nothing Vinny's sexy fine about that. cold french fries. I hope everyone knows Vinny's okay with that. By the way, I forgot to mention this detail. I am fine with cold french fries as long as no one gets raped. Andrew Kehoe did shoot his neighbor's dog for barking too much. Forgot to mention that. At the school? Not at the school, no. Well, you were talking about dead cats. That wasn't at the school either. I was just talking about why my guy was a creep. I know. And that he went and used a gun to shoot up a school. If you hate high taxes. Which was the category. If you hate high taxes, vote for Carl. What else you got on there? (laughs) (laughs) Any more voicemails? You're with me, and you say down with homework. (laughs) You vote for Vinny. Save this episode. Down with homework. Perfect. All right, Carl, god damn it. I hate you so much. I don't have any more voices. Do you want to do a scum parade? I do want to do a scum parade. Am I hitting it or are you hitting it this Hit week? it up. The scum parade. These are my peeps. The scum parade. It's nothing but creeps. The scum parade. Don't mind me. I had to disappear for a second. Carl, it's time for a scum parade. You know, where better to start for a scum parade than Syracuse, New York, baby? Let's go right to Syracuse. WSYR-TV says the Onondaga County Sheriff's Office has shared that a newly hired police deputy, he was arrested on Tuesday, August 16th, after a domestic incident at a home in Brewerton. Oh. Now, I've... Played Brewerton, New York. Not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But wow. that's like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. All right. The deputy, 29-year-old Brandon Coogan of Syracuse, is accused of secretly placing a camera recording device in the home of a former female companion. We'll see you in your bedroom in Syracuse. Holy shit. <laughs> Coogan was hired in October of 2021 as a police deputy and graduated from CNY Law Enforcement Academy. See, these law enforcement academies just like prison, creates criminals. They tell you about all these cool laws you could break. You're like, oh, I'll write that one down. Oh, so people do put the cameras in the house. Put the camera right in the house. Okay, yeah, I saw Revenge of the Nerds. I get it. Yep, yep. Sheriffs say that Coogan was arraigned on Wednesday, August 17th before a judge. He was released on his own recognizance as they add that the investigation is active and ongoing. This article sucks, by the way, because could they at least show some of the footage that Brandon got? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to see what, what are we talking about here? I want to know what's if we're the cup talking, size. I want to know if we're talking like bedroom camera or if we're talking toilet bowl camera. Well, probably both, but we don't know. There's no footage being shown. I have a pro tip, Vinny, sure. for all you weirdo stalker guys who feel like you need to put fucking cameras in people's Three houses. words. Lighting, lighting, lighting. <laughs> no, no, Vinny, no. no. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For those of you with a screw loose in this way, there's something you can do in 2022. Find a porn star who looks something like the chick you're obsessed with and then blow all your money on her OnlyFans. You can go be a simp for that chick and it's actually legal. She wants you to be a simp for her. Where's pro this? tip from Carl. Is there a tier in OnlyFans where you can install a camera in their house? No, they do it for you. That's the beauty of OnlyFans. You can't get huh. in trouble. They huh. want you to stare at them. It's great. This one comes from the nationaldesk.com. It's a story in Florida. A homeless Florida man with no arms. Carl. And by the way, he looks just like Mike from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Did you notice Fuck that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, it's Mike. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been arrested, Carl. Yeah. No arms Mike has been arrested. For stabbing a tourist with a pair of scissors using only his feet. Yeah. Jonathan Dale Crenshaw, a homeless man from South Beach, Florida, was arrested Tuesday in charge of the aggravated battery after he allegedly stabbed a gentleman named Cesar Coronado, a visiting tourist from Chicago. Mm -hmm. According to the witness, Coronado was asking Crenshaw for directions, which, by the way, don't ask the guy with no arms for directions. Yeah, you ask a man with one leg. He knows the quickest way to get there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, what is this guy going to do, point? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? What are you going to ask this guy for? And I bet you anything, if I'm this homeless guy, I think this dude's making fun of me. Hey, buddy, which way is the fucking yeah, hot dog yeah, stand? Yeah, right. Good point. Yeah. I'll fucking stab you too, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. He says that he asked Crenshaw for directions when the man suddenly attacked him, stabbing him in the arm before fleeing on foot. He says that I'm not from here, and this is not what I came for on vacation. To which our reporter said, no shit. What a dumb statement that is. Man, that sucks. A lot of people come to Florida just to get stabbed. Well, you have shitty luck, don't you, sir? With rusty scissors down by the shore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this gentleman, Crenshaw, is now being held in jail on a bond of $7,500. Did you happen to see? So they described Crenshaw as an artist. And there was a link to yeah. another article from this article. I don't you, think I saw that. Tell all right, let more. me read to you some of my favorite parts of that article when they were highlighting him as a homeless artist in Miami. Great. Crenshaw says he was born in Alabama, but that throughout his childhood, he and his mother moved to El Paso, San Diego, and other cities in quick succession. I didn't care much for that. Plus, she kept feeding me rat poison for the insurance policy, I guess. Though he doesn't talk much about the condition that he has earned him the nickname Birdman, the short wing-like limbs that protrude from his shoulders in place of arms, he speaks freely about other maladies, imagined or not. I was born with sharp teeth. When I was five years old, the government drilled them in half, he says. Later, he relates to how he was forced to move into a hotel after he was stabbed tw to death twice. I think he's crazy and lying. In his former apartment some years back, but a big bolt of lightning woke me up, he explains, and I think the knife might still be in, me, in my back. His eyes light up curiously at the prospect. He proceeds to stand and lift up the back of his shirt all the way to the nape of his neck so that I might inspect him for knives or stab wounds. His skin is unmarred. So he's completely insane. Crenshaw talked, this is the last part, this is great. Crenshaw talks a lot about sex and the many women he's impregnated, including Gloria Estefan, who he says birthed about 200 of his children. He asserts that at 39, he's a grandfather, having fathered his first child at the age of eight. Wow. 
So this is a lunatic well, who should be taken Alabama. off the street. He's from Alabama. And and what's great know, is that Gloria. they were celebrating him because he was like drawing with his toes or something on the fucking ground. And they're like, wow, look at this artist. He's so a amazing. Hero. Look, a hero. Yeah. Uh, Carl, how do you know Gloria Estefan didn't have his shark bird babies? I don't think 200 of them. I think that would have been news. I would have gotten back to me. They fucking poured out of her cunt like spiders. They just she would have written a song or two about that, I'm pretty sure. Come on, everybody. Man, my cunt's full of spider monsters. Come see Actually, me. if she did write a song about having 200 babies, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm just gonna keep on counting all of my offspring with Crunch on the Birdman. It's a good song. It's not bad. Carl, you are an artist. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Grady County, Oklahoma, Carl. Vote for Vinny. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Sometimes I'll just let you go. Sometimes I just feel it's best to let you go. Hey, I'm the one who's doing the research on these lunatics and getting to the fucking bottom of what's actually going on oh, here. Oh, certainly. You're certainly. just reading about, oh, I got stabbed with scissors by this guy. There's more to it than that, my friend. I'm glad you did. I'm actually very proud of you for doing a little bit of work for once. Yeah. Remember what he said, vote for Vinny. Now, Grady <laughs> County, Oklahoma, a woman who was put in handcuffs for allegedly behaving erratically escaped and caused a little bit of a kerfuffle, Carl. She sure did. Wow. According to K4TV on Friday, August 12th at approximately 11.45 a.m. Okay, we're talking midday. Grady County deputies responded to a home near Bridge Creek for a mental health call. They said when they got there, this woman, Rachel Zion Clay, was in the front yard on all fours, barking like a dog and acting erratically. What a bitch. Now, they put her in cuffs. Because they felt that she wasn't being safe with herself. Yep. When she got into the police car, she somehow got the handcuffs off mm -hmm. and got to a firearm that was in the police car. Can the officer who uh, didn't cuff her correctly and then let her uh, grab her uh, grab his gun, uh, can that person be fired, please? This, this sounds like a scene out of Reno 911. I'll bet you anything <laughs> he was distracted because he was trying to show the live stream from his ex-girlfriend's house. He's like, guys, I got a camera here. Come look yeah, at this. Right. This bitch is like loading a shotgun. The it's a callback. I get it. Yeah, I was going for one. It didn't work out too well. She starts shooting at the cops. <laughs> yeah, let's see how you like it, copper. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> she used an AR-15 that had been in the front part of the car. Yeah. Shot out the window. Yeah. Uh, Gary Bogus, a deputy, said that a ricochet off of a tree glanced off of him and hit one of his other deputies in the back of the neck. And that also hit a civilian in the chest. Yeah. Magic bullet. So she, yeah, right. So she's just, she's got this gun, she's in the cop car, and she's just having a good old time. This bitch thinks she's Yosemite Sam. She's yeah, fucking correct. going to town. Yes. So a standoff ensues for almost five hours until she surrendered at 4.45 p.m. Now, it doesn't say this in the article, Benny, but I'm going to go ahead and make an assumption here. I think she was high on meth. I think she's another one of these people. And then when she came down, she's like, what am I doing? I was barking like a dog and now I'm shooting at cops. These, I thought these were good ideas and they're not. They're not good ideas at this all. This got crazy, didn't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, this escalated quickly. I want to apologize. Huh. Can we get someone to create a jingle for meth, like Sarah or someone? I know she's got that awesome Florida one. We need a meth jingle, We need baby. a meth jingle because all of these ridiculous stories are always people high on meth. Uh, she also wrote notes on a piece of paper during the standoff, Carl, in the yeah. car. And she was holding them up, and they said things like, I killed one, and kill any cop that tries to approach, among others. Yeah, you don't need to write that down, honey. You were shooting at us. We know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got the memo. Yeah. It's fine. We get it. 
<laughs> women always have to over-explain. Right. Like no, all no I, I know why you're mad. No, no, no. I know why you're mad. No, I won't do it again. I know. I get it. She was booked and charged with shooting with intent to kill. Her bond is set at $100,000. Carl. Yes. The final story I have for you today. I'm not going to do that other one I sent you. But okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That was fucking much, L- much. Literally a child's worst nightmare. Fucking my worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, PennLive.com. Frederick Woods was officially paroled this week. Now, Frederick Woods is 70 years old. He's going home from prison. And that probably seems like, oh, great. Somebody's getting out. They serve their time. Well, let me tell you what Woods did. Woods was convicted of kidnapping a bus full of children ages 5 to 14 back on July 15, 1976, from his hometown, which is 100 miles outside of San Francisco. He is and his accomplices, Richard and James Schoenfeld, then drove them 100 miles to the town of Livermore, California, Mm -hmm. where they loaded them into the back of a moving truck and buried them alive. Yep. I'm, I'm followed, yep. It's a pretty, pretty good scheme. What they, was the point of all this, Vinny? Well, they attempted to ransom $5 million from the state's Board of Education oh. in exchange for the kids. Oh, okay. So uh, how is that going to work? They'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll give you $5 million. Just meet us at the police station. Yeah, no, 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 we got it right here. Come on down. The what, superintendent was just going... Yeah, we got it right here. <laughs> like, yeah, the come million on over. Do- like the million dollar man. <laughs> just showing all of his cash. Yep, yep, we got it. Come on, come on down, buddy. So, we got you. incredibly, none of the kids died. They found a way. They broke out of through the truck and dug their way out. It's impressive. I mean, if I was down there with, like, however many kids, if I was, like, the driver that was in there with them, I would just be like, let me die. I'm oh, going to start killing these kids. I know. Seriously, be like, this is fitting. <sighs> What's happening? This is fitting. <sighs> the worst 20 minutes of my life is driving these freaking kids back and forth to school, and now this is how I'm going to die. Yep, this makes sense. Yep. Also, I love how what they, are we gonna do, Mr. Hamburger? I also I love how they kidnapped the kids and the school bus driver. I can just imagine how that went down. Listen, we've kidnapped twenty six students. Oh, oh no! And the bus driver. Oh, okay, okay. We want five million dollars <laughs> yeah. for the students and the bus driver. They're like, what? how about we give you four million and you just give us the students? <laughs> right. We don't give a fuck what happens to him. So news first broke in March that he was going to be released. And people were actually really, really shocked that this guy was ever going to get out. Sure. And uh, according to the California Board of uh, whatever the fuck, <laughs> they said, I believe you served enough time for the crime you committed. Yep. And uh, he's out of jail and Dude, free. And I want to join this guy's Discord server because whatever he's going to do next, I want in. I, this guy has some funny schemes and some fun plans, and I want to get rich with this guy. So, All right. You heard of these Ubers, Carl? <laughs> Someone's got a link to this guy's Discord. Let me know. You push this button, they come to your house. And then what we're going to do is we're going to kidnap them. Yeah. Right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to launch them out to sea. Okay. And, and then, then we're going to call the Uber headquarters yeah, we call Uber. and say that we want... Unlimited free rides, so that way we get the unlimited free rides later yep. so we can kidnap more Uber drivers and do this again. But they don't know that yet, yeah. so we get the free rides. But then we ask them for, like, you know, 50, 75 bucks. Yeah. I think they can afford that, right? Perfect crime. I think we should just get stock options. I think we should kidnap Uber drivers for stock options. I don't think Uber gives a fuck about the drivers. (laughs) No shit. They give less about the drivers than they cared about the fucking bus driver. No shit. All right, folks. That is uh, today's edition of The Creep Off. 
How and exciting. what a fun episode that was. And you were all worried that school shootings were going to be too serious for people. I had a great time. And only one of us did a school shooter. So that's fine. It's good. We kept it a little bit lighter. You, your guy had a lot of fun, did a big, big explosion for the kids. Plus, it was kids 100 years explosives. ago, so enough time has passed. Yeah, kids love, kids love explosives, Carl. Like, Dude, they're flying. They're that being catapulted just, into the air. They, yeah, they love that, too. Last day of school. Like, wee! Let's get out of here. <laughs> School's out for summer. Yeah. No more teachers' dirty looks. It's fun time. Good, good stuff. So uh, remember to vote this week. For those of you coming to the roast, Creep Off Karaoke is going to happen. And if you want to wear your best Creep Off related costume, we love that too. There might be a prize for that. Yeah, Jenny Jingles will be running uh, Creep Off Karaoke. I don't know. Do we have to get the songs ahead of time so that we have them queued up? What do we have to do? I'm going to talk to uh, my guy this week, and I'll okay. find out on that. September 17th is the roast. September 16th, the night before Friday night, the Isotopes performing at the Rochester Beer Park. Come down and check that out. Please do. And uh, also, we did a bonus episode of WATP and a crossover of the Dick Show the other day that was pretty funny. Yes. We also did a bonus of this show. Yes. Make sure you check that out, patreon.com. And until next time, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good <laughs> Kia. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Where's the closer? Hey, kids. <laughs> oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Drugs are bad. <laughs> Thank you! It's the creep off. Jesus Christ! What the hell is this supposed to be? Oh, here's a fun one. Who gives a, while. a shit? Who gives a fuck? Oregon! 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 I miss him. R.I.P. Imbecile Wilhelm.